Welcome to Copcast from Climate Home News. I'm Carl Matheson, editor of Climate Home News. We're on day eight here in Katowice, Poland. Uh, on today's episode, our producer, Soila Aparicio, is going to take us on a journey through the COP and see it as, through a first timer's eyes. But first, I just want to thank our supporter, the Stockholm Environment Institute. Reporters in the climate space always struggle to find the best data, there's so much out there, uh, but the Stockholm Environment Institute are always really reliable and helpful and we go to them a lot for the best and most accurate um, data and analysis. So for compelling evidence on climate action, go to sei.org. Just before we jump into Soiler's piece about the COP, I've got some news over the weekend from inside the plenary. A group of oil producing countries, um, unusual bedfellows, the US and Russia, but also Saudi Arabia and Kuwait, teamed up to stop the adoption of a important climate science report on the warming effects of 1.5 degrees or the effects of warming to 1.5 degrees. They were fighting about one word. So the Maldives, as representing small island states, wanted the wanted all countries to welcome that report, and the US and its allies just wanted to note it. And that might seem like it's just over one word and seem really arcane, but it was really a wider kind of litmus test of the political fault lines at this meeting um, and how far the polluting countries are willing to push it. And if nothing else, it also shows that climate science remains an utterly politicised thing. Speaking of the politicisation and uh, climate scepticism in in politics, uh, also today Brazil's president-elect, I've just got here in my notes, J-Bol, which I don't know if we'll catch on, that's Jair Bolsonaro, um, announced his pick for environment minister. Ricardo Salas is a close ally of the agriculture lobby, Uh, which wants to roll back protections on the Amazon. And he told reporters in Brazil that that the Bolsonaro government would review Brazil's status in the Paris Agreement and its membership. So not good news out of Brazil for the Paris Agreement, but we'll we'll keep a watching brief on it because Bolsonaro's gone back and forth on that a bit. And now, uh, Soiler, you're here with me. Hi. Hi, Carl. Um, you went for a, a wander, or many wanders, through the COP over the last week, and um, yeah, what what were your thoughts? Well, I think the resounding impression is how big it is. Um, I didn't really know what to expect, and then when I got here, I was like, this is nothing what I expected. But yeah, I just think the overall impression is is how much there is going on and how much there is to absorb. Yeah, I, it's. I've I've been to four cops and it's always overwhelming. But I, I suppose it's hard to remember what that first week or first few days is like. So really looking forward to hearing your your piece about this. Hello, Copcast listeners. I am Soila, and I have been behind the scenes producing Copcast here in Katowice. This is my first cop, and I thought I would try and share my experience and first impressions being here. And I'm going to do it in less time than it takes to walk from the main entrance to the media centre, which is where I'm mainly working from, a good 10 minutes away. This place is huge um 
The food hall is contained in a stadium. There are massive meeting rooms where hundreds of delegates negotiate. You've got two big pavilion areas and even more for press conferences and side events and all sorts of things. Um, about 250,000 people or so come to this gathering over the two week period. And for a first timer, I think it's it's a bit overwhelming. Um, there is a sense of urgency here, but there is also, um, this is very remote from anything I've ever experienced. Um, the action happens in big rooms and although the doors are open and these meetings are live streamed, um, not everyone is allowed to go in. So that was quite interesting. Um, when you're not following what's going on, here's what else there is to see. So I'm here in the country pavilion area. Several countries have these spaces, almost like a, a marketplace. They have talks and panels, um, some are offering freebies, um, and there's some music. And that is what you can hear now. There's an Indonesian museum playing a traditional bamboo flute. brings something different to its marketplace space. Um, the UK pavilion has this light up smart car. Um, India's pavilion I think is very impressive. Um, it's got light shows, dramatic music, um, electronics. Um, Poland has put us in the forest as you can hear now. Um, but my favorite place to go is Korea. And with every visit, you get a stamp. And if you're lucky, a rice sweet. And after five visits, a gift. So I think Korea are on to a particular winner with that one. There are a couple of funny things I've noticed being here, just walking around and absorbing the, absorbing the atmosphere. Um, Katowice is known for its coal industry and, and something you can purchase here at this climate change conference is coal soap. Clean coal, if you will. Um, I, I'm not so sure about that one. I've also stumbled across a lady in a Turkish area and she's making a cop carpet, a traditionally handmade carpet with the COP24 kind of hexagonal logo and UNFCCC wording and painstakingly hand making this carpet. And she's about a third of the way through. We're on day four. I think she can make it. I'm trying to think of a way to describe this place without using the word massive. Uh, you spend a lot of time walking or sometimes running from one area to the other. The atmosphere though is very different. This place, this meetings, it's almost otherworldly. It, uh, you know, of course, 
the reason delegates are here is to try to get everyone on the same page in terms of committing to doing something about climate change. Everyone has a story and some have more of a sense of urgency than others and you can feel their frustrations but there is also a sense of hope here and that if anything is what I will take besides maybe some coal soap away from COP24. Thanks Soila for giving your first impressions of the COP. That's it for this episode of COPcast. I'm Carl Matheson. Thanks to Soiler for being our producer. Uh, and don't forget to follow us on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes and all places where podcasts are available. Climate Home News is on Twitter, Facebook. You can subscribe to our newsletter via our website, which is www.climatechangenews.com. See you tomorrow.